When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh yeah, hour two of the Friday, December 18th, Lori and Julia show. As always, hour two has Julia's random thoughts, Hollywood speak. I think we're going to talk some Real Housewives, and we're going to hear about Tom Hanks hanging out with Priscilla Presley. Wow. Because he was playing Colonel Tom Parker. That's going to be fun. Yeah, that's why he's got a bald head. If you saw him on Colbert the other I night. Did. And you're wondering why. What is going on? Why does Tom Hanks have no hair? Colonel Tom Parker was a bald man, which is why he always wore a big hat. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, did you watch the rest? Did you watch the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Please riddle me that. I know you didn't watch the flight attendant. I watched two episodes of Flight Attendant. I watched. I'm one. up through five now. I'm the finale four. was last night. It was amazing, and it's been renewed for season Sweet. two. And they told I can totally see it. That show was great. I want to hear Rocco. What did you think of the, about watching the next two Rocco? I like it. It kind of reminds me. Did you guys watch Search Party at all on whatever that was, TBS or something? No. With yes, the I did. Girl from, uh, yes. From Arrested Development. There's a lot of that going on for me, but, I, you know, I'm into it. I'm, it's it's fun to watch. And it's kind of funny. And here's, it's quirky. Here's what is great about that show, I think, is that it's screwball comedy. It's mystery thriller. It's part semi-surrealist because you've got a lot of her just even talking to the guy who's dead that would be a surrealist moment that goes all the way through and it's part existential romance because she's falling in love yeah with the dead guy yeah and and then and and so like i think people are like oh this is going to be kind of mindless fun but when you get to this show was so well done, and really the only thing it has in common with Chris Bohalian's book is the premise. It, you're it goes, 100% yeah, right, Lori. But we go to Bangkok, we go to Rome, we get to see the time before all of this you know, uh, happened. But when you come, the last episode is so rich and satisfying and pulls every one of those improbable Strings when you describe something as a screwball comedy meets a mystery thriller meets a surrealist on paper. If we'd read it, we wouldn't have believed it. No. But how it ends and what happens, it's beautiful. Cool. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm a, back in. It's a beautiful package and it's really um, heartfelt too cool. at the very end. I'm excited. I'm interested to see how they're going to make it work for a second season but you don't need to oh, give any spoilers yet that's what made 
last night when it ended, I'm like, I know there's going to be a second season. What gets announced today? The second season. The second season. She had already kind of teased it a little bit earlier in the week, Kelly Kyoko. But you're right. And I just am curious because Casey kind of dropped out. Paul is kind of in there with me still. The the reason why is because you have mystery thriller meets screwball comedy meets accident, existential romance meets a um you know the surrealist thing you got that going on. It's I a like lot it. of well yes, it's it funny you lot. say that cuz that's what I thought of it too. It feels like a bunch of different things. Like it feels like search party meets girls, but then it has this other thing. Like you said, it's these little parts. It's so would you still like it as a guy? I think so. I yeah. mean, she's nice it, to look at. It That's gets yeah. branded as mindless fun. That's what the USA Today said. It's like a beach version. But I'm telling you, that last episode and everything that comes together, yeah. it made this. It just maybe. The bet one of the best shows of the year because really? yeah All because right. I can't of, wait of you know and, and this is on HBO Max we're talking about the flight attendant if you're wondering what we're talking about yes which yes. is now on Roku for all you that's Roku. right. People like me. Yeah, no, it shows up right next, yep. like underneath the Netflix the box. Button, yeah. yeah, it's so good. So anyway, and then it got renewed and it just was really, really good. And it all really, I mean, I'm I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, Callie Cuoco. I am too. Yeah, she's really, really good. So they renewed it. And it's because the first season, uh, I mean, it did... Huge! It was number one on HBO Max. You I'm know, so for the glad. people who had I'm so, it, and, and I'm glad for her. Yeah, it's her great. hair is inspiring people to have their hair. I had my hair like that in ninth grade with the bangs uh-huh. to your cheek, and then the rest of your hair another length, mm-hmm. and then another length. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, and just I think I loved going. Like you get to go to Rome. I love traveling with her i like yeah. her outfits i like her quirkiness. the rosie perez storyline the is, other gal the wow at- the attorney friend i love her Zosa, i Zamet. like her yeah i do too i so, like her as an actor she was in girls right i'm yes. sorry that you guys uh, are, behind. D- are behind everyone was watching it and talking about it last night so i'm sure everyone. you just avoided everyone, everyone. Well, yeah. i don't go on that stuff like no i know do. but i'm just saying just that was buzzy 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 because it was really so satisfying cool in in because it is all those things and it did take a minute to get used to mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's especially if you were a fan of the book because it was like whoa this is not how the book was at all but all you know just the premise so anyway um she would just listen to Sophie Turner. We haven't heard from her. You know, she's been very quiet. She and Joe Jonas married. Game of Thrones ended. What was she had a baby. Game of Thrones again? Uh, Sansa. Oh, she was Sansa. Oh, That's my right. word. Julia, That's you right. have to ask who Sansa was. She was like, she killed it all the way through that show. So good in that show. You know? Mm-hmm. She really was. And had the baby, you know, kind of in... Secret or not and secret? They never even announced that they were pregnant. It was always speculation. Then finally, at the end, you'd see pictures of her, but they never made an announcement. Anyway, Sansa has decided, or I mean, excuse me, Sophie Turner has decided <laughs> to just speak from her couch. She has been a great celebrity in the in the sense that she's known to just be quiet. But like, she just had this to say as she's on a couch that looks very doesn't look like a fancy place. And anyway, here's what she has mm-hmm. to say. 
Sophie Turner is spilling some necessary tea <laughs> to all of those anti-maskers. The Game of Thrones actress took to Instagram to send a very strong message to the people who won't wear the CDC recommended face coverings in public amid the coronavirus pandemic. If I can wear a mask, a mask. while I give birth, <laughs> you can wear a mask at Walmart. And that's the two. <laughs> Wait, if I can wear a mask while I give birth, birth you can wear, wear a mask, mask at Walmart. Walmart. And then she took a sip. That's the tea. I absolutely <laughs> it was love just it. that short that I was just we like. We should make that a soundbite for this show. That's Isn't great. it funny that's if I can wear a mask. mask? And it's just, you know, I'm like, it's Sensa. That would I, be funny, Rachel. I'll never really, I mean, she will always, I mean, I hope she makes peace with that. You know, sometimes when people do iconic characters, they take a long time but i think she's become a mother now uh she's she's she knows she's already made the you know i love that though yeah i can't imagine if well this is interesting because people like who are pregnant your significant other can't come in while they're doing the ultrasound people, i know this with uh, my bonus daughter i know she that's used who told to me. A baby. i just can't yeah, she has it. to do everything by herself i can't but that just feels like robbery to me because it's such an exciting point but it's whatever julia this it's is the, the year we're being robbed of everything it's the times <laughs> but then i'm thinking did she really have to wear a mask while she was given birth yeah oh my god of course i wore an oxygen one while i was giving birth once, yeah but i can't um oh i mean That'd be hard, but good for her for saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and really pointing that out. Now, of course, only half the population and even of that, you know, only people who've given birth or been in a birthing room uh, would go, wow, that's really hard. That would be really hard. I'm you just know? thinking about, I would get this thing off my face. I mean, you don't want anything touching you, much less wearing, that'd be hard. Yeah, unless you had like some kind of a rope to chew on inside of the mask to bite down. Lori. <laughs> Here, lady, have a rope. Lori, because they give out ropes for chew toys, just like you're a, a Labrador. I've never had a baby. Dog. You know, fucking so whiskey. Come on. Bite Girl, down, you know. Bite down and the yell. The and gag probably is what you're thinking of. Unbelievable. We don't know who she is half the time. <laughs> yeah, no. All, All right. right, it's time for random thoughts. Well, you know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, this, you know how every day it's a national holiday of some sort? Yeah, and you don't, uh, you hardly ever tell us that. Okay, because some of the days it's so stupid. But today is a classic that I wanted you to know about. It's National Wear Your Ugly Christmas Sweater Day, but who cares? I don't think anyone's doing that. But this is the one. Rocco, are you with us? I am. Okay. And I'm wondering if you're going to say... What I picked for the uh, theme for the jukebox trivia later. We'll see. Okay. Well, it's National Wear a Plunger on Your Head Day. Oh, didn't pick that one. No. <laughs> no. And I totally wish we had them clean ones and we could post the picture because that made me laugh. It's um, it's Answer Your Phone Like Buddy the Elf Day from Chris from Elf. Mm-hmm. Now, Wacko, how would that sound? I don't know. I mean, he says, I'm like, I mean, he, yeah, he answers the phone um, at his dad's business right. for a while, right? Yeah, but how would he answer it? I don't remember what he says. Maybe I'll have to dig up that scene quick okay. on YouTube. You you keep talking. I'll All see right. if I can find I'm going to see if any of these, it's bake cookies day. 
Is it, are any of these what you picked? No, I, no. I could see it being ugly sweater or wearing yeah. your Christmas sweater day because a lot of people now would be off work next week. And today week. would be when we would have our Christmas luncheon right. here where we'd be, have the, you know, everyone, the yeah. potlucks. Yeah. I, I really, you know, a nice Christmas present. I can think of a present that uh, they could have given everybody here at the station. Let us have all of next week off paid. <laughs> Thank you, people. Talk show hosts and producers of my talk go. for your scintillating conversation. Your it's not your time right. right now. Okay, so apparently mm-hmm. December is the most popular month of the year to become engaged, to get engaged. Um, the pressure is on. The pressure's on, people. <laughs> Seven of the ten most engageable days. Except are, this year. Or this month. Well, they're not saying that because it hasn't happened yet, so you don't know. I, I don't think so. Well, we'll find out, but let me just finish okay. my story. Okay. Um, so the big ones are Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and um, New Year's Eve. Those are the big dates. And July is the second most engaged, engageable month. That's because it's, it's the happiest, Christ, happiest month, month of the year. I knew it was coming out. Yeah. Rocco, I know both of you guys are that. <laughs> So, um, but when people, the proposers, which are male or female these days, mm-hmm. start planning three months out. So, Here's, if you haven't started. Yeah, I, I just, I personally cannot recommend <laughs> the December proposal. I think it's a bad idea on several why? levels. Why? Give us a why. Well, first of all. You'll Should remem- you go your separate ways, you'll always have your Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to remember when you decided to marry that a-hole. <laughs> okay. okay, that's a good one. Okay, I mean... Why ruin that date? Why ruin that day? It's a special day. There's so many other days. Because can you remember the date that Casey proposed, the exact date? No, not at all. Not There's at all. not a reason to remember I it. I remember where the, we were. I do, too. Rocco, and I remember how remember we did it. Well, date? yes, I do, because we got engaged... On New Year's Eve oh, 2001, no. yeah. and then uh, married on New Year's Eve 2002. Did okay. you really get yeah. married then on you, New Year's? I feel yeah. sure about you guys, so, but yeah. if you do get breakup, that day is that, That's true. Forever. I can't argue yeah. with that. That is a very true statement. It Lori. is, yeah. It's just I from like a that. practical thing, and then also, it also had, not not this year, but I don't like the public aspect and like, Look at me, all eyes on me when it's for everybody that mm. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Quit hogging our, True. quit hogging the holiday. And we worried about that for New Year's Eve, but a lot of people thanked us and no, said, hey, New Year's thanks Eve for giving us fun. something to do tonight. Yeah, no, right. New Year's that's Eve fun. is fun and that's like a different thing and it's not usually <laughs> bound to involve friends, not family. right. right. So I don't like it for those two reasons, Julia. As the most experienced, married, and um, hookup. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Person here, I feel qualified really to yes. give this advice. You really are. Okay, so last night, um, one of my girlfriends, Tracy, one of my Woodbury mommies, mm-hmm. kind of coordinated this um holiday celebration with this group of women that we get together every year and usually do something like take a cooking class yeah. or do something fun. So, so did you we, zoom We in? did a Zoom okay. thing last night and we had secret Santas and we had to figure out how to get the gifts to each other's houses. Fun. Um that no one would know kind of thing. And we opened the gifts up and tried to guess them online. It Your was, friends are like, they're planners. I like well, that. All friend, my friends Tracy are slackers, is, just about. Well, None I of know. us will plan a damn thing. Tracy's a planner. And it was so, you know, and I remember this same group got together at the very beginning when this all went down and it had been like three weeks. And we're all like, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And we had a Zoom and we all kind of decided we didn't ever want to do it again because it was kind of depressing. Right. It was too soon. But you this, weren't used to it. Now everyone's now, an old shoe. It old was head. really lovely. Yeah. So I just want to, the um, Star Tribune Good. came out with this list today about, you know, we're all celebrating differently. Mm-hmm. And on their list, it's in the variety section. They have all these different online games that you can do that are perfect for a Zoom family holiday. So new and old family games and links on it. So I want to just give kudos to Star Tribune. If you are interested in still trying to figure out a fun way to include everybody, it's all listed there. And one of the big things that I will say, because it happened to me again, I couldn't find the link. Mm-hmm. I had to text my friends. Well, someone sent me the link. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, couldn't find the time because I forgot. So, it's, you know, I'm just thinking... Make sure people know exact things ahead of time. Because, of course, I know it's a doll, Lori, but I panicked. I panicked at the end. It wasn't written in your calendar? Woodbury I had it in my calendar. at 7 p.m. But I didn't Zoom. have the link. I know okay. I had all that. I know. But anyway, and they also just say, have a time limit on it. Because yeah. otherwise it can go all over the board. And so right. if you have a time limit, everyone knows. Like an hour. It's going to end. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't, You anyone can do that for that period of time. But I was saying... It was really lovely. Good. Yeah, I might do something. I should do something with my dad. Play a game with my dad. And and Casey will have to play. You could do something fun. It's it's still doable to have fun. And I was really just, someone has to be the organ. Someone has to work. Right. That's the big thing. That's going to be That's the issue. It's going to be me, Julia. Well, then I'll be curious how that goes. I know. I will, too. (laughs) I am real, real. Already I'm wondering if I'm lying. And I'm just lying. I take it back. I'm lying out loud and I take it back. I have no intention of doing this. I know. I am wondering out loud and I'm taking it back right now so no one can hold me to this conversation (laughs) on, you know. I knew it. Did you find out how Buddy the Elf answers Yeah, I got this clip right here. Here it goes. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Put that down. Buddy the Elf. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Buddy the Elf. That's kind of funny. Yes. I can't remember in what context we were talking about Buddy the Elf. It was today's National Put a Plunger on Your Head Day. Oh. Wear an ugly sweater day. Answer the phone like Buddy Buddy the Elf. Elf. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be be kind of funny to answer your cell phone. I just got to call. I got to call my brother and say that when he picks it up. Do you remember Buddy the Elf? What's your favorite color? Well, you have till midnight tonight. Okay. You do. That's funny. Okay, and then the other thing that um, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine and Star Tribune did for us today is patios are open this weekend. Restaurant, 
You can go. It's supposed to be 40 on Sunday, That's right. right. So there's a nice list of outdoor kind of brew pubs and we're fire, outdoor fire and restaurants. People have invested in heat lamps. Yes, they have. Um, A lot of them. Yes, they have. So go out if you can. And what I would do, what I would do, because Casey and I think are going to go somewhere. I'm not sure where. Yeah. I bring my own lap blanket. Mm. Exactly. You just bring your own lap blanket. This is what they do in other countries. Scandinavian countries. Yes. You remember when you've traveled there for the holidays and past. That's right, Julia. (laughs) And the Danes love. That's why they wear those big shawls. They double as blankets. That's right. For outdoor. A good wool one. Yeah, a good heavy one. Yeah, it's a great idea. So anyway, you can go out and celebrate. um, I will support our restaurants this weekend. All right. All right, we'll, do it. we'll be right back. We've got to talk to um, Tom Hanks. Colonel Parker. Colonel Parker. We'll be back. Oh, there's a little Miley Cyrus uh, doing a cover of Last Christmas. That is a good cover by her. Before we get to, we've got a couple of things we're going to do, but I do want to just share this uh, story that Tom Hanks shared a couple nights ago on okay. Stephen Colbert about, you know, because he was filming. Just started filming the Boz Lorman directed biopic that's about Elvis, but really about Colonel Tom Parker also, who discovers Elvis. And Elvis is played by Austin. Um, Something. You uh, knew him from one of your CW shows, I thought. Yes, Julia. And he dated Vanessa Hudgens. Yes. And uh, Harry Styles tried out for this role. Yes, but Tom did. Hanks had been cast really early as Colonel Tom Parker. And he, like, within the first week... He and Rita Wilson were two of the first, fa- the two first famous peoples to have COVID. COVID back in March, right? Yes, yes. And in, in Australia, right? In Australia, yeah, yeah. and anyway, so the filming all closed down and everything. But he, they've finished filming, so he dropped by the Late Show to promote it. The movie, I think, is it called News of the World? I think that might be what it's called. and um, That's what it's called? No. No, no. Right. News of the World is it's his a... latest movie. We don't know what the Elvis biopic right. is going to be called. Austin Butler is playing Elvis. But um, he uh, just talks about that he and his wife had dinner with their friend Priscilla Presley in the hopes of getting a better take on him. And so it's here's his story. Elvis. Okay. My wife ran into Priscilla Presley. Okay. Uh, that we we know from another uh, a number of uh, functions in Los Angeles, and she came over to dinner, and I was expecting to hear stories about um, the distrust she had for Colonel Tom Parker over these many years, and she said, "No, he was a wonderful man, I, and I wish he was alive today. He took really great care of us. He was a scoundrel in his way." So um, uh, no one knows about Colonel Tom Parker. I'm going to tell you something else right now. He doesn't look a thing like me. <laughs> Uh, I was, uh, I am, I am, I am buried under, let's just say that the people that played gorillas in Planet of the Apes <laughs> spent less time in the makeup chair oh. than I did on, mm-hmm. on this movie. He was a rotund man and he was um, one of those men who's like very pear-shaped, all of his weight in his hips, the top of his thighs and his butt. That's where he was. Very, you know, yes, like that, shaped like that. Yeah, so he would wear that big hat on his head. I always say because it balanced out his figure. Oh, there you go. You know, in a weird way. So Colonel Tom Parker in a lineup. He he, and he wasn't a colonel. He was a colonel, (laughs) like uh, you know, Doctor Pepper is a doctor. Right. Um, But yeah, he. 
Oh, so I she see didn't him. have anything bad to say about him. Well, well you know, he he ba- he made Elvis happen. Well, right. he did. But he also took fifty percent. You know, where yes, most he was a scoundrel. Right, right. So but was, he know. also also, if Elvis sang your song, you had to give him. Um, Cadillac? Oh. Publishing writer, <laughs> right. songwriting Because this is why credit. Dolly Parton never did get, let Elvis sing I Will Always Love You yeah. because Colonel Tom Parker said he Elvis gets 50% Percent. of the publishing rights. Mm. Of so any song he sang. So that made Elvis a lot of money that he never would have gotten exactly. otherwise. Yeah. Which is why Elvis did so many covers and did things. Right. Or whatever the agreement right. would be worked out. But The Elvis story is fascinating. I read both those big uh, Last Train to Memphis. and. Oh. Great are, that's good stuff. What was the other one? I can't remember. The, the sequel where it was about oh, the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the 70s was a fascinating kindred, story. I know. We both love Elvis. spirits. Well, that book. Elvis was, and Prince, both of you. True. Last Train to, that is a really good book. I thought that it, author was on our show. Um, well, there's two. There's another book. I know right. what you're thinking about. You're thinking of Pat Bo- Broski's yeah. book about Elvis, yeah, which is really when, good. That was when you weren't on. You should uh, read that one. Um, Down at the End of Lonely Street. That is an incredible uh, Elvis book by a really good journalist. Mm-hmm. From, from the, the LA, LA Times. Times. Yeah. And you were gone the day she was on. And Kathy Harden and I had not read the book. Oh, down at the end of Lonely <laughs> Street, you and know nothing of Elvis. We knew not. And Lori would make us have an Elvis person on every week. No, every, I'm sure I, not. I am not lying. For the first ten years, every day we celebrated his birth. The first time his first communion. It's <laughs> not true. He was a Baptist. His, well, whatever. We mm-hmm. celebrated his shoe size. I mean, no. anything we would celebrate. And so you're gone, and Kathy Harden and I are doing it. And Donnie's got. Pat on the thing, and and that was the famous one. We were like, we love your book, we love it book, and we love how you laid out the table of contents. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's the famous sounder bite rocker that you'll find in our bar somewhere. Oh. Tell me, where are we going with this? Right. That's You're, her saying yeah. the response. Where oh. are we going with this conversation? Oh, that's oh in there somewhere I gotta find yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta oh find it, because that's her response, because Kathy Arden and I are just winging it that yeah. day. And we're telling her, you've got such a beautiful table of contents. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how you thought of this. Right, right. <laughs> she's like a, and she's like an investigative serious, reporter. Serious reporter. She's done a really good, good uh, book, I think, on Howard Hughes. I mean, they've done, I think one of her books got turned into a, Mini series. I mean, she's oh, really something. Tell me where else. we're going with this. Yeah, but down at the end of Lonely Street is a really good if you're an Elvis fan. Oh or gosh, can All you right. find it, Rocco? Um, I think I might have found it. Let right. me see if this it's, is it. You're yeah, where are we going with this conversation? <laughs> oh, yeah, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm turned so red I couldn't talk. And then, and she was friends with Kathy Jenkins. They worked yes. together at the LA Times. Yes. And Kathy Jenkins used to be the food critic at the Pioneer Press. Right. That's how we got her. Right. Oh my gosh, I was so. I can't believe I would let myself be gone for that right. interview because I loved that oh. book. But we had her on like two or three we times. We did, but this was like the first time, time. and it was so humiliating. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh gosh, I no. can't recover. Tell me where we're going with this. <laughs> you had a few interviews. Oh, Joan Rivers, come yeah. on, come yeah. on, get to the point, get and to then, the point. Yeah, the one where you, oh, yeah, I don't know. What's the, the, the one with like the person who uh, lost their arms and legs and oh don't like that is the one Amy that can Purdy. never be that <laughs> was and you're like what do you call yourself you. with the no arms and, the and no, no legs. legs no it was i was just i i wanted to be I swallowed into the ground 
I read that book in yeah, 24 hours and loved it. Right, right, you weren't trying to disrespect her. You were no, just no, trying no, to... No, she was... No, here's the... Before the show, <laughs> Lori, I read this. I finally read the book. I look at all these tabs. I all these proceeds notes. And I'm like, okay, what are you saying? Well, I think I can, I'm going to introduce her. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Because sometimes you <laughs> ramble in yes. your introduction. Oh, my gosh. And you go on too long. And oh, um, Obviously. And anyway, and you're like, no. She's in studio. Lori, and she's in studio, too. She's and, in studio. And Julia's like, Lori, look at all these. And you had like 50 I yellow. loved the you, book. You totally were. And then... What do we call I'm you? I'm waiting for her to do another book so she be. She, I want her to write about that experience and what she learned what from you, it. You know, the knees, and the what ankles, she took, the legs. What and do she you can call even yourself? call it. What do you call You're yourself? Seven. That's what the chapter yeah. will be. And she said, a person. Yeah. I couldn't die no. fast enough underwater. No, no. You, it was, no, it was horrible. <laughs> And I just kind of, what could I say, Racco? I was like, if yeah. Amy yells at me, I'm going to say Julia begged to introduce her. <laughs> oh, my God. It wasn't my idea. Amy brought in, and it's Amy's birthday, by the way. Is she, that what's happening today? I don't know. I saw it on Facebook, but... Um, <laughs> oh, is. I love the shade of that. No, she... Uh, <laughs> she um, yeah, she brought pretty much everybody into her office and be like, you guys have to hear this. This is oh, an all-time Julia moment. That, I know. Because oh, you were like, what do you call yourself with oh. no ankles and shins or something? Oh, my <laughs> word. I'm ashamed. I'm having. I'm having firsthand shame for you all over again. <laughs> and I loved that book. Her story was amazing. You didn't even read it. I did, but Julia, I <laughs> would not. I would have introduced her as Olympian Amy Purdy, author and recent amazing contestant from Dancing with the Stars, is with us right. in studio. That's with the two fake even legs. I didn't all know these it. years later, I could still do the introduction. <laughs> that simply, okay. Oh my gosh, that was I, yeah, yeah. Mm. It was pretty bad. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. it was. You were, I think, what it was in hindsight. I was so excited. You were truly a fan. Excited to meet her and really she was, was a friend in your head and it was <laughs> and you immediately insulted your friend the first time you met her beyond belief oh my god sensitive it does was, not even begin to describe it was so bad oh my god okay. <laughs> honestly oh look at the time no it's not time to go yet but oh. here here is one thing i will just say this SNL, you know, is coming to a close. I think tomorrow night, Kristen Wiig. Like the year is. Like the year is. Uh But uh, the number one SNL rated show of the year was the Dave Chappelle, the one the week after the election. That was 9.1 million. million. Wow. Bruce Springsteen, uh, they're crediting uh, Bruce being on the show for being the second highest of the season. 7 million. Who was the musical guest with Chappelle? Do you remember? Uh, I I want to say it was... No, that was okay. It wasn't Justin Bieber. Mm, I'll figure it out. Maybe it was, Julia. Mm, Maybe. Maybe it was. Maybe he sang Holy. I'll look it up. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, that was the second highest of uh, the season. And speaking of Bieber, oh my gosh, the whistleblowers on the Hillsong Church. Here's the headline. Hillsong Church rife with inappropriate sex. They said oh. it is uh, like a CD dating service, and it is very common uh, among volunteers and all in church. Go like all of it's like a Hillsong is a dating thing. 
Is that what it is? Well, kind it's of. A it's a breeding app? ground for unchecked, unchecked abuse. There's high-level volunteers who are saying, oh, well, maybe you're going to get in using sort of the famous people connection to talk people into drop and trowel. Wow. And Lori. being, and, you know, and just using and so it as a... Blackmail them. Well, no, but just using it as their game instead of having real game like... Heather from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> I mean, who I... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I never would have peg- pegged her for having game. These guys are using the church as their game. Got it. To get... Uh, In people's... Yeah, it's an action. Yeah. Like it's affiliation, like having a black MX card. Right. And then it's like this culture mm-hmm. of silence. Well, don't be telling anyone. So it's like really gross Weird. that way. But like, yeah, no good game is the kind of game. Heather, who looked at that guy and said, I'll take it stone cold sober if that's the way you want to go. I was just. And like, they walked out together. I, I was on the floor. I was yep. just like, that, that, that's game. That was. All okay, right, we'll, we'll come back with yeah. Hollywood speak. And Foo Fighters was the Oh, it was Foo Fighters. Show. Okay. Okay. Bye. Thanks. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right. Joey, can you Hollywood speak? I should have had Holly post this, but it's David Beckham. He's sitting in front of Father Christmas wearing a reindeer face mask, and he's holding up... Mistletoe? Gold sleigh bells. Oh, golden balls. That was his nickname. Is his mm-hmm. nickname. Is his nickname. Mm-hmm. He wants to remind us. That he's Golden Balls. I don't know if you knew that, Rival. I guess I didn't. Did oh, you? Yeah. That's his nickname. Golden Balls because he was such a good soccer player? He was the yes, very first uh, man both the man ways, Both ways, okay. I think. Like Butterscotch Stallion, Stallion is Owen Wilson's Wilson. nickname. That's only, you know, we know about that because somebody had loose lips from a Playboy Mansion party. Yep. And let it be known. And then it was confirmed by several People, People along the years that, yes, that's what Owen's nickname was. Oh, I mean, is that a great... He's, he's hung like a horse. Yeah, I he's see, hung I'll like a you. horse. A butterscotch horse with a nice golden okay. mane. All right. <laughs> was that, that was at the Playboy Mansion? You yeah, think? I okay. mean, it's really and truly the best, like, if, if you're going to have a nickname behind your back, yeah. butterscotch yeah. stallion, if you're a guy, golden balls. So I, I do think that that's funny that I'm glad you remember that. Oh, that yeah, he I did. remember. And it, it says... And, Golden balls meet Santa. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh boy. Oh boy. So, Prince Charles and the Duchess, Duchess of Camilla, Cornwall. Yes, mm-hmm. they, you know, send out a holiday greeting card, and um, as royal people do, it's a and greeting, and then it was tweeted, okay. and then, and then um, it was slammed. Oh dear. <laughs> what Julia. did they do wrong? Because um, it says. Um, Diana's always in our heart. Diana will always be in Camilla's shadow. Diana's our queen. Team Diana. Oh, stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, but Diana will always be the princess. Oh, stop it. Just bombarded by Princess Diana fans. I think that's mean. Yeah. I do. I think get over it. It's a TV show. I mean, stop. 
I don't think they even know how to read any responses. So good. And I don't think they don't know how to right click. Yeah, and I don't think the sun or the mirror, maybe they're reporting on it, but maybe not. I really feel like Camilla is very chill about all of this. Having watched The Crown, that's the one thing I'm sure of, Mm -hmm. is Camilla is is a chiller. I I would would agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Andy Cohen asked Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, so... She's the most dramatic woman I've ever seen as a housewife, and that ever. is saying a lot. Ever. That is including it Teresa Judice. Right? It is Bethany a, Frankel at yeah. times. But um, but Bethany was never like Bethany, like she was a zinger. She had funny yeah, she, she could was. put people this Jen Shaw is the most Walking. dramatic woman I've ever seen on TV. I really and Black- Bad plastic surgery. Oh. Her nostrils are on two different levels on her face. Just she is just so extra already. Three episodes in, so Andy Cohen when she it's was like on four or five, isn't okay, it? maybe yeah. it's that. But she's been extra from the day one. Day one, she's you know? a nut job. And so Andy asked her question that he said everyone's been asking me this. I have to ask right? you. Um, she was on no night. one wants to know anything else but this. And he said, are you, is this really who you are? Are you always this worked up or are you just trying to bring it as a housewife? Because it's, so you want it's so much. And you wouldn't she, believe it, Rocco. Yeah. And yeah. she just said, first, it's weird that people wonder. And then she just says, you're getting... Jen Shaw, I mean, that's me. Mm-hmm. She's beyond. You don't think that she's doing any playing up at all? This well, That you think that this is, this extra, and like she's saying, you know, you're getting Shaw, Jen Shaw, I mean, that's me. I don't, I, some, Lori, I don't know how to answer that one. Yeah. I don't, I, I gotta I be think, honest, because I, I think people naturally, I'd have to go to a study to act really, up a little bit in front of a camera. Yes, you would act up a little bit, but but she says stuff that she puts her foot in her mouth. She says the horrible things. Yeah. that I don't think you would want people to know came out of your mouth. Well, it's like the old early days with Teresa Judice. When yeah, she you was just as, you don't want that stuff to mm-hmm, be out there. So mm-hmm. I, it has to be probably eighty five percent her. I'm glad that's the number one question because that was my question. I was like, "Is she, we even talked about it yeah, a couple she weeks for ago? Real? We're like, is could anyone? She's so she would be the most exhausting friend, friend, uh, person mother, to be married to, sister. She'd be an exhausting cousin, mom. colleague, yeah, boss, drama. Oh, she is drama. With and I really D. want to tell her to stop wearing chokers because it oh. looks like her head is sitting on a pedestal. Oh, and I, I just, love her jacuzzi outfit game. Okay, but Rocco, you've never seen it's snowing and she wears, okay. you know, Louboutin tie up shoes in the snow. Oh, I'm not going to diss her for that. I've tippy toed through snow before in well, stilettos in my 20s and 30s. <laughs> the thing that bugs me so I, much that's, is that's nothing. I have a hard time watching her because literally 
one nostril is a quarter of an inch higher on one side of her face than the other one. Julia, you know That's notice, why we're on radio. We've really not seen any flashback photos. The other housewives were seeing, you know, like, oh, you know, Heather, we saw what she looked oh. like. She, Jen doesn't look anything like what she looked like. And I bet she was beautiful before she yeah, started so doing all this, uh, whatever work. it is that she's done to her work, face. Work, 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 but work. she's very uh, glamorous she's, at all times. She's a lot. She's extra. And her it's, husband talks to her like he's coaching yeah. one of his now, college honey, football Now, honey, if someone's kids. talking to you like that, it's not about you. No. It's about them. Okay. Well, speaking of, okay, do you remember Lauren Holly? Of course I do. She used to date Jim Carrey, and she was the beautiful redhead. Briefly married to Jim oh, Carrey. Yeah. After Dumb and Dumber. She's she the was red- in it, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. She was beautiful. She used yeah. to be in other shows before that. Oh, she... I want to say, like, Sisters. Was she in that? I don't know. She We loved her. She had She's a lovely. career. After Dumb and Dumber, she, she moved to Canada. She became a Canadian citizen, raised her three sons. I think yeah. she met somebody on the set of a show she was in in Chicago. Okay. But um, she's in that show about the ballerinas called Tiny Pretty oh, Things. Oh, the one that we want to watch. On yes. Netflix. Yes. And, um she she had this to say because she hasn't really been in anything we haven't she was seen in her. any given Sunday. She was hot. Oh, she was huge. Perfect romance. Yes. She, I think, you know, just Sabrina. Yeah, she used to be in a lot of things. She just dropped out. Maybe yep. she wanted to just raise her kids. And yeah. Anyway, she said uh, about being back in the spotlight. There's not really a celebrity culture in Canada. They don't really care much. That is true. Yep. That is very true. I've been. Um, a couple of my Canadian friends that I know from my little town in Puerto Aventura, yes, they don't care one whit about any any celebrity things. It, it is a thing. They don't really, it's like yeah. people in Minnesota, you know, you it's care, like but you don't Montana. care. Bozeman, yeah. Anyway, she says Hollywood is like <laughs> a giant. Fitting in. It's Did a, you just say it's like people in Minnesota? Yeah. Why do people listen to our show then? Basically, but you know what I mean. Because we don't stay for too long. No, we we don't. just give you the info you need. <laughs> the or, and the stuff we make up. Yeah. Okay, she says Hollywood is like a giant high school. Well, truer words have never That's been spoken, so including with the popular clique. The A crowd, the share crowd, you know, right. if you think of clue. I mean, it's just so true. She said it's exhausting to try and stay in the popular group. And at the end of the day, it's not what matters. I don't know if we've ever heard true words. That's so true. Uh, in, a, in a while. I mean, I know other people have made Hollywood is like high school comparison, but yeah. maybe not as succinct as uh, as Holly told Paige. Uh, six, because that is what you will tell your kids if they're trying to fit in with the cool kids. She went to Sarah Lawrence College. Later and, in life, you'll just think, yeah. why did I try to fit in? Who oh, cares? Oh, my gosh. Who cares? You know what I mean? Just yeah. be you. You do you. Anyway, thanks. Thanks, Lauren. And we can't wait to see you in Tiny Pretty Things. Is it on yet? It's on Netflix. Yeah, oh, all right. It's on. Mm-hmm. All right. That's something to watch. All right. Add it to the list. Add right. it to the list, we'll be people. Right back.